This episode contains coarse language. G'day, g'day, everyone, listeners. It's just me, it's Roz, I'm here by myself, but I'm actually not. I've got a guest and the first guest of season three. And I'm super excited to introduce you to Jess from The Wonder Word because we actually haven't even met in person either. Jess and I, we met stalking the hallways of Clubhouse. <laughs> Jess, why don't you say hi to everyone? Hey everybody, I'm Jess, travel planner at the Wonder Word. And yes, it's been a long time since I've been in the hallways of Clubhouse, but yeah, honestly, I met. met so many people on there and it, it kind of is like the gift that keeps on giving, you know? Do you still go on to Clubhouse at all? When was the last time you logged in? I literally never go on it anymore <laughs> because it just, it changed way too much, way too fast and got so separated from its original purpose that using yes. it became like more annoying than like, fulfilling it became very frustrating and actually I think it's very uh it's a great segue just even for our topic today because I feel like the same the same grudges I have with Clubhouse I have with other things like Facebook groups Mm -hmm. and that's what we're here to talk about today everyone we are here to talk about Facebook groups and the do's and don'ts and things you should look out for you know Jess is a well-established travel planner with an incredible repertoire of you know skills especially when it comes to the actual planning the detail that she goes into is incredible uh and also you traveled so much and so those skills and then just how that all factors into these groups how it makes the people in the industry feel what you should be looking out for as somebody in these groups when you ask questions uh we're just going to get into it because I feel like that that's that's what we're here to do. And we're not naming names, but if you read between no. the lines, I feel like you-, <laughs> you might be able to guess a couple of them, maybe, but I- I'm not saying anyone's name. Yeah, so. we're not naming names. We're not naming mm-hmm. names. Um, but mm-hmm. before we do get started, I just want to point out that one of the two, one of the things that Jess and I realized as we've met in Clubhouse, and actually, you know, we both have a very fond love for Italy and traveling in Italy. <laughs> We both have cats and we both named our yes. cats after Lorenzo de' Medici. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of perfect. I, I, I don't even know. I only have one friend in my life that appreciates the Florence Renaissance as much as I do. Yeah. And she's allergic to cats. I'm sure <laughs> if she had one, she would name it something related. I just think it's so hilarious because, you know, Lorenzo is... It's not the most popular cat name. No, it's and then not. To have someone have that name, but also be the namesake of the same historical figure. It from was the like instant friendship. Is... It was like you know what? Yeah. I think we just found the, the the only common thread we might ever need to have, and that's it. I mean, yeah. we found more since then, but that I was just like, wait a second. But what? that's a thread you can exponentially <laughs> just keep going down that road. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. Um, All right. So let's get started. So we'll we'll start with the clubhouse because that's kind of where we came from, you know, and like you said, just the clubhouse piece, it was so good for a while because you really had people who were kind of experts within their own right, but just freely sharing information, you know, and if it led to business down the line, then that's fine. But I don't think anybody was doing it really as as cold salesy as it became, right? Because right. after yeah. a while, it just got to the point where everyone was just taking the stage to talk about themselves versus to actually shed some light on the topic that was being discussed, you know, in Clubhouse. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It- yeah. I think Clubhouse kind of started out as a way for anybody to stay connected because it really became popular during the, the pandemic actual quarantine where Mm -hmm. most people in the world weren't leaving their houses for any reason and so for travelers it kind of was a special moment to continue to stay connected to people and to potentially later on be able to meet up in real life or to be able to get information on on destinations and kind of to check in and see what's going on in your part of the world um so initially I thought it was great and and I used it really just to foster community and to you know just like talk about different hot topics because it was just a different way and I think I think keep the dream alive yeah keep the dream dream alive alive. keep it going 
And also, it was so great because it was audio only. Oh, so, it was great. You really could just sit told, there. I, I was naked on my and just couch like, <laughs> in my pajamas, laying down with the cats, like, you know, and it was great because it did, it wasn't like a reel or a Facebook Live or- No, it was so or, good. I loved that feature. The audio only feature to me was yes. great. I loved seeing how it adapted to people, like turning their mic on and off for clapping. Like, I thought it was so innovative yeah. and very good. And then it just went really shit. It just really went downhill. Yeah. Um, and it's because- mm-hmm. People became the overnight expert in things that they really weren't experts in, you know, providing information that really wasn't, uh, I don't want to say valid because to them it's valid, but it just wasn't uh, a fair look at the whole picture. You know, it was very skewed opinion, you know, and and, Mm -hmm. then the famous words of salt and pepper, you know, opinions are like assholes and everybody's got one, but at the end of the day, everybody So that happened at Clubhouse. Yeah, I agree. And then, yeah, and then now we've got this situation with Facebook groups. And some Facebook groups mm-hmm. are super popular for people who are looking for information, who stumble upon them. And even if you just Google like Italy forum, you're going to get suggestions for Facebook groups, whether it's actually, you know, whether it directs you straight to the Facebook group or to some TripAdvisor forum or anything like that. You're going to be eventually directed into a Facebook group. And I mean, where do we start with our personal gripes about these Facebook groups? I think the reason why I started to join them, you know, specifically travel ones, that's most of the Facebook groups that I'm in are related to travel Mm -hmm. was because I was really curious and I did start to look into them right around like the conception of my travel business. So yeah, because you were, you were a full-time teacher previously, right? Yeah. 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 So I taught Italian for 12 years in high school. And Mm -hmm. so when I was kind of making the transition and making like the real decision that I was going to exit teaching, I became kind of like, you know, really fascinated with the travel space online because I wasn't really Mm -hmm. in it before. I would just travel for myself and solo travel and, you know, whatever. And I studied abroad and did exchange programs. So it was never like, I never, I never, everything, all the travel that I did was self-planned or very structured through academic yes. programs. So I already had those built-in communities and networks. But when I started my business, I, I just wanted to see like how do people feel about space. travel right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can I help people in on Facebook groups or is this a way to connect? Like, I didn't really know what they were used for. So I just yeah. joined a bunch of them. And that's kind of how I, I started to see what they yeah. were like. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting you said but that's why you joined them to begin with was to learn about the space right because yeah what I, what I actually think is just interesting just to tell the listeners is like I come from a huge travel background of working in the industry for 15 plus years and then also Jess is relatively new to the industry but is also identifying the same issues within the Facebook yeah. groups which I thought was right. super interesting because it's not like you've got years of gripe just built up to like why these groups the way they are you're new to it mm-hmm. and you can automatically see the underlying concerns, you know, within the Facebook group. Yeah. You have to go into it knowing that it's potentially going to be very skewed. Okay. And we yeah. can say that with confidence because we've seen posts get deleted. We've seen things yeah. deleted because they don't meet the community guidelines, but the community guidelines at the same time don't really specify what you can and can't do to that level. They do have like some restrictions, but there are a bunch of unspoken ones that I feel like are being implemented. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I've been in the travel industry for about two and a half years, but I've been a traveler for 20 years. Yeah. And while I am a travel planner and a travel expert, I don't know everything. I mean, no, no one does. No one right? does. And so the the thing I realized right away with these groups is that they were the advice given on there was kind of this end all be you know be all situation yeah you have to do this and if you don't you're crazy right and (laughs) and also very judgmental and for for me as a travel planner you know and and also for you as an advisor and the work that you do i mean the biggest thing that you need to understand when you're planning a trip is your goals and your wants Mm -hmm. your needs your personality and your stamina and so if you you know, if someone's posting a question um, on on a Facebook travel group without that context, without qualifying of, the person right, appropriately, right. you need to be yeah. giving qualifiers. Um, it's just running a huge risk of getting advice from people who don't know what the hell you're about, 
what you, you can are. do, who yeah. you are, what you like. And unfortunately, I think that most people don't put those qualifiers and that's when it gets super messy and Fleeting. yeah. And I think that another reason why people join these groups is because there are so many people in them. I mean, there's some groups oh, that the have community thousands is and huge. thousands. The community yeah. size of these groups are massive. I'd say enormous, but technically yeah, they're enormous. They're enormous groups. And that means you've got a variety of opinions some louder than others. I say this strongly. I think the way the algorithm works is like certain comments are going to be pushed in certain directions and you're going to see certain things on your feed because of your previous activity. So you're also only going to be shown potentially what, what the algorithm wants to show you. I don't know how if much if that's Absolutely. changed, but I know with Facebook yeah. it's been a big issue in the past. So it's definitely true. you're already being like trafficked in a certain direction mm-hmm. and now you're getting information that's not really qualified appropriately for you. And 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 like you said, Jess, you know, who they are, what they what's their stamina. One of the first things I talk to my clients about is like, tell me how you picture this. What mm-hmm. do you see? When you how say do you want to feel yeah, when you go to Italy, are you picturing yourself on the beach with an Aperol spritz or are you picturing yourself up at 6 30 a.m. in line for the Uffizi gallery like what are right. we talking about here yeah you know you have like, to what type of traveler are you really yeah before you start handing out advice mm-hmm. you know and I think yeah this always makes me laugh because whenever I go out and people find out that I'm a travel agent they always ask me oh how much do you think it is to go here it's like well hold on a second let's talk about what kind of travel we're talking about are you a luxury that's like traveler? my least favorite a... question oh I hate it I'm always like <laughs> you know what let's set an appointment and talk another time right now is not the time yeah, and I, if any of my friends are listening, you've probably been told this by me. Now is not a good time, yeah. <laughs> and that's why because this question. Like, I'm trying to have a drink right now yeah. at the bar. Like, I'm not trying to advise you. It's Saturday night. Like I love yeah. you very much, but no, no, no. You can make an appointment with me, and we can have a proper conversation where I will make sure I give you uh, legitimate advice. You know, and I think right. that's where these Facebook groups are going wrong. Is that the advice that they're given giving isn't really appropriate to the person who's maybe asking the question exactly yeah Yeah. people are always going to come loaded with any life experience with their own personal qualms and and what happened to them and how they did it and and that's and that's great right you're aware of how things went for you you're aware of what you want and what you would tell other people to do and truthfully inside of these groups there are a lot of people who are really experienced travelers so yes initial like on the surface you think wow, there's 900,000 people in this group. Look at all these amazing pictures of all these crazy places that they're going to and they're solo traveling and they're this and they're that. And you're like, okay, this is great. However, (laughs) just because you traveled (laughs) to every country in the world or every continent in the world, just because you did that for yourself in no way- Doesn't mean you can do it for somebody else. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that you can do it for someone else. So- you know, it's, and, and, and the issue, the issue is that a lot of these, there's also, you know, there's all different types of groups and different levels of travel, you know, people and how much they've traveled. And a lot of these people who come into these groups come in because they haven't traveled before, or they are looking very impressionable on how, yes. And so incredibly impressionable, dangerous when somebody is asking for advice because they assume that other people have traveled more than them, which many times is true. It's the case, but yeah. They, yeah, they get steered in the wrong direction because these people are coming with their own assholes, with their own yeah. opinions <laughs> about what they did. And me, I did this and me, I did that and me and me and me. And, you know, I've, I've traveled, I've planned for a lot of people and, mm-hmm. Some of those trips were things that I did and some of those trips were things that I liked, but yeah. a lot of the things I sent them to places that were for them, not, not something for yeah. me, You're not, maybe you somewhere put... that I wouldn't, wouldn't be on my yeah. number one, but I know for them, it would be great for their number one. So exactly. That, it's about the, the traveler and that, it's about yeah. the traveler. And I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, there are a lot of people in there who are very well traveled and there are a lot of people who join with this, with the specific need to learn about these topics because they want to travel. And that makes it very impressionable, whether you want to hear Mm -hmm. it or not, you're impressionable when you're listening to somebody who's done something more often than you have, you're going to soak up what they have to say. And what we Jess and I have to say is that you should be asking your questions a bit differently to make sure that you're getting the answers that are specific to you and what you yes. need. 
You know, mm -hmm. don't go in there and be like, would you recommend going to the Uffizi Gallery? Or would you recommend going to the Eiffel Tower? Be a little more specific. Be I think you specific. definitely need those qualifiers. And I think a, a huge mistake that I see is people who have already kind of half committed to a certain itinerary. And then mm -hmm. they will post that itinerary and then everybody in the comments will totally oh. trash their itinerary. And it's like, <laughs> you know, that there's a time and place to share those types of things. But the people that you really need to be sharing those idea with, ideas with are travel agents, travel advisors, travel your planners, planners. your planners. Yeah. And I think just as, as, a, as a former travel agent, I like the word travel planner now or travel coach. Um, but as, a, as an agent, coach, planner, whatever you want to call us, taking our work and putting it online is the biggest slap in the face that you could do because you yeah. want to know how we're paid. We're paid by those itineraries. We're paid by you booking the things that we recommend. So all that work that we put in, it's like doing an assignment, handing it in and then not getting paid, right? Not getting right. the A, not getting a grade at all. You're not getting anything for it. So turning around and putting the work that we do into these Facebook groups, while I can see the idea behind why they're doing it, because they're kind of wanting someone's opinion, You've got to remember again, just back to that first thing that we said is that they put a lot of people in there that are well-traveled who are going to approach that itinerary with their eyes, not with your eyes. And that yes. itinerary was created for you specifically, not for this other person who's giving you advice. And right. so we're just, I think the bottom line is we're just trying to say like, you need to really make sure that you're asking questions in these community groups to make sure that they're, the answers are effective for you specifically. So yeah, you might it, say I'm this age. I've traveled like this before. I like to do X, Y, and Z when I travel. Would you recommend that I go to this city? And if so, why? Mm -hmm. Right. Much more of a little blurb about who you are as a person, how you like to travel. Are you going alone? Are you going with the group? Are you going with a girlfriend or a partner? You know, will you yeah. have children with you? Do you have a disability? All these things actually are going to impact the advice that we would probably give you. Yep. You know? And also I have seen a lot of times <laughs> people make, you know, a good post with qualifiers and people still are commenting with their own yep. opinion and they still, and they'll say, Oh no, well you should do this because I did it and this, that, and the other thing. And, and so that's, that's the, the risk. Are there appropriate ways to use these groups? Yeah, there, there are. And you within can, reason. Yeah. But we can't use them like there's so many people who are using them as their number one or only or primary of information for yeah. trip planning and that's just not the way to go um especially if you're like most people who aren't travel planners um it can be very overwhelming to travel plan and that's the number one thing that people tell me when they have a travel discovery yeah. call with me and, and when they choose a planning package and we start working together is that they felt super overwhelmed and everyone always says I just don't know where to start I just don't know where to where start, to start. I, yeah. there's so many things to think about I don't know where to start should I start with transportation should I start with lodging should I start with the flight should I start with this so when people are using these travel groups as Facebook groups as their only way to plan the trip you're making this post and then there's like 400 comments. So now you've added to the already <laughs> overwhelmed. You've made this situation worse. Right. Yeah. You think, you think, oh, this is going to clear up my question. This is going to help me. I'm, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm just going to ask yeah. people on Facebook. But then how long is it going to take you to sift through those sift through comments? All those recommendations from people who don't know you. I get why people do it, but it's yeah. just not, it really just adds more to the stress and overwhelm. Well, then it gets worse too, right? It gets worse. That mm -hmm. the, the community moderators delete things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're not only getting what Facebook's algorithms want to show you or what everybody in their asshole wants to tell you, you mm -hmm. are also getting the information that has been edited for you. And right. I've experienced people delete my comments. And when I come in, I'm more just, you know, answering people's questions. I'm not actually saying, oh, you should go with this company or you should go with that company. Cause I realize as a right. travel planner, it's going to look pretty shady of me if I come in and come in hard with, hard with the sale. Right. Yeah. My whole point right. is like the consultative piece. If you like where I'm coming from and you discover that we can work together, that's fine. But at yeah. the end of the day, I'm just in there to provide my, you know, my feedback as to what I think the appropriate response to these questions are. And I've mm -hmm. had my comments deleted because people have realized that I'm a travel agent. So that should just make you really concerned about what you're getting 
on these guidelines. And, you know, this is this goes beyond just advice for travel. This goes into safety as well. And I think, Jess, you had, we were talking the other day about that community post. Somebody had posted mm-hmm. about sexual assault that had occurred with one of the travel vendors. Yeah, but- so um, so there was, so a few months ago in one of these big Facebook groups, there was a woman, because because these groups are also for, there's a lot of groups that are for women. women-focused groups, or yeah. People who identify as a woman. Um, for safe, primarily for safety and for advice on going to countries, you know, as yes. someone who identifies as a woman. And um, so a few months back, I remember seeing this pretty horrific post of a woman who was um, violently attacked in a bar. Um, and, and she put, you know, some pictures on there. And a lot about her post was what happened, but also to try to not discourage people from going to this place. And then, and then also to try to find the person who did that to her and, and to report him on Instagram because he mm-hmm. actually is a photographer. And so just, it was a long story. And I remember the post because it was very horrific. Um, and then a couple of days ago, I saw her post again and just give kind of like an update about it. Um, and in that update, um, she also had mentioned that her original post had been deleted by the mm. group and she wasn't able to understand why, why? it was. Um, so what, what happens, you know, when somebody is attacked or sexually assaulted or when they have something dangerous happen to them, they post it on these groups so that they can help either other people prevent that from happening to them or because these groups are so big and full of people, in this case, women who are world travelers. Maybe you can help discover who this was. Maybe there's no pride there. Do you know where this guy is? Have you met this guy? Are are you going to use him for a photographer? Maybe you shouldn't. So there's a lot of angles that, you know, come into the reason why people share these things. And so this, that's just one example, but that post got taken down and I, yeah. I went and I read the community guidelines and I didn't really see the reason why it would make sense. Reason. And yeah. I think my concern with that is, is deleting the post a level of victim shaming? We're talking yeah, about I mean, somebody removing right. this admission that's happened and you're, mm-hmm. you're deleting it. And if you don't approach said person and say why you deleted it and make sure that they understand the reason why you removed it, almost slightly negligent right to not check in with the person who's clearly undergone some trauma and Mm -hmm. you're deleting their posts you're you're not addressing it and you know we don't know for sure whether they were addressed or not we don't you know right but my guess is that they probably weren't they probably weren't contacted and said your post has been deleted for x y and z reasons yeah you have to ask why your post was deleted and a lot of the times in the group they will tell you and, and sometimes they won't but just personally in in this one example yeah um it just makes me wonder what the motives are for having that type of group in the first place yeah um and why you would uh delete a post like that um that got so much attention from so many people in the group Mm. without addressing it because i think that if like let's say for example they deleted that post i mean there were thousands of comments there were women offering a safe place to stay there were women there was a network in there there was a network network. so if it's as simple as posting in the group and telling everybody why you deleted it perhaps there was a legal issue maybe that was why what we don't know addressing it addressing it publicly so people can know at the end of the day like we're not naming names but if you have a travel facebook group and your whole audience is women who travel independently why would you remove this kind of post Right. And, whole and I know the point of this too, community is to make yeah. sure that people are aware of certain things that are happening while they travel, not just the good, but also the shitty and the bad things. You remove it, you remove it and don't speak about it. It just leaves yeah. a lot of questions in my mind as to, as you said, the intentionality behind these groups. Right. Like, is this for me to find a safe network of other women to share my experiences with mm-hmm. to help me so that I can help them or is this a network is this a money-making network I I don't know I can't yeah. know and and I have my own little baby Facebook group and she's very small and you know she's growing yep. but as someone who has a small group and kind of wants to keep it maybe a little bit on the smaller side you can see the bigger it gets you're going to run yeah. into these issues right and so I don't necessarily blame these Facebook group moderators for certain things but I think you have to have 
it very explicit in your community guidelines what you can and can't post so that you don't end up with situations like this because this really leaves a poor taste I think in my mouth yeah you know and I don't know for sure if this person's been able to get help are they just now feeling like they've been shamed publicly because the post was deleted maybe I'm overthinking it which I do I'm a Capricorn I overthink everything but end of the day, but it's valid. Though. I worry I mean, about this person, and these I worry are the things the that come to mind. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's concerning. And like, is she okay? And like, the original post that got deleted, you know, that was months ago, and her follow up was that she still wasn't getting helped. So, and yeah. it's and of course, it's not a Facebook group's responsibility. No, it's not. Find you know, it's it's not, and and so then it becomes. The other thing I ask myself is also then like, should we be using it for that too? Mm. Should we be putting our, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there is a right or wrong answer. <laughs> it's like, to this is question. it the moderators or is it the users? Yeah. Is right? it us? Is it them? Is it, uh, is it only appropriate to put those types of things out in a way that's going to have you legally protected as, mm. as, because we know a Facebook group is not that it's not legal protection. It's not, they're not uh, prosecutors are not lawyers. And so that, for me, it kind of, it kind of adds, you know, this extra layer of, is this what we should really be using these groups for or, or not? Or should we have groups that are filled with lawyers and and legal representatives Mm. to help with these situations to actually get help instead of posting something, getting thousands of comments. That's a great idea. if anybody for these Facebook groups is listening to my tiny little podcast, you know, if you hear this, maybe you should create an offshoot group for people who mm-hmm. need this help within your travel group. You know, it's yes. like a micro group within the larger group, because I do think there needs to be a time and place for this. And the bottom line is how do you ask for advice in a Facebook group, you know, yeah. to make sure that you don't run into these problems mm-hmm. or if you experience something like this woman did, you know, where she's assaulted or harassed uh, while traveling. How do you share your story and make sure it doesn't happen to somebody else within a Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, if I, if I want to use them, you know, to get advice for a trip that I'm going to take or to ask a question just about in general, how travelers are feeling about something right now, First, I try to not make a post. Like I try. <laughs> so they there's a search bar at the top right hand of every homepage on Facebook groups. So Great what tip. I'll do before I even write a post is type in a couple of keywords and see, see if, there's if an somebody existing... already. Yeah, it's because if someone already asked that question, it's gonna save me having to write a thoughtful post that makes sure mm. that's super targeted for so I don't get crappy advice. And then also a thing that I really hate about making posts is that I get so many notifications and it like really oh, is so, so, annoying. so annoying. So I hate I the little red badges. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like just for me, like some people that doesn't bother them for, for me, I find it like really annoying. So if I can just find the information without having to make a post, I'll do that first. But then yeah. if I can't, I get very, very, very specific. So like I'm, I'm going to Morocco in October and I've never been before. And I want to do a, a, a tour in the desert. That's going to show me like the real Merzuga desert and, mm-hmm. and also trying to take me from one city to another. And like, it's a three day trek. And so it's kind of like, it's not just like picking like a day you know, tour where you come back to a large city. Right. Yeah. And it's not, it's not just a, a day tour. Like these people are taking me in a car. We're driving hundreds and hundreds of miles. And to put this in so, context, um, you literally are in the middle of the Mazuga desert. You are in the middle of nowhere. Like I've done yeah. this and you are on a, you were driven to the middle of nowhere, then got, get on onto a camel for an hour and a half to continue into the middle of right. nowhere. And everything yeah. looks the same. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter which way you look. There are no. dunes. How do they navigate? I don't know. How do they know? The stars. I don't <laughs> well, know. This is pretty serious. Okay. They're taking camel all spin. This, I don't know. Yeah. All it's of a sudden, crazy. in the middle of nowhere, this little, this little like camp appears. Really mind-boggling. So you can see, just to give context, of what Jess is saying is like it's pretty yeah. serious. What she's asking about. It's, it's this serious. Is not, <laughs> yeah. And and this is like, and you know, when I travel, I try at least once a year to push myself outside of my comfort zone so that I can continue to do that in a way that feels good. That doesn't feel like it's too much. That's scaffolding. Baby, baby so that over the years, I'll be able to, you know, go to places that 
I, I never thought that I would be able to go to yeah. just because of me, right? Not because of the place, but just because of my comfort zone. And mm-hmm. I'm a city girl, you know, I'm a city girl. That's that's how I am. That's who I am. So it's like something anyway, going so- from budget to backpacker to, you know, mid-range right. to luxury. You got to extend yeah. your circle a little bit each time. Okay. I'm trying to do little steps every time <laughs> to, to make it bigger. And so, and to get more experience. And so I wrote this really specific Facebook post in a group that is very new it has a lot of people in it and I looked up the question before and I didn't really find what I was looking for mm. and it was just it's been kind of difficult to find a tour company that is that I know is real and that isn't trying to solicit me and whatever and, so yeah. I really tried it took me a couple months to find one and um, I wrote this post and in a group of hundreds of thousands of people only one person commented and while for my notifications, that was great. I thought it was very <laughs> odd because I thought that there were going to be. Because you were too specific, you see? Yeah, maybe I was too specific. I don't know, but I thought that but that's the point, though. People, but that's yeah. a good thing. It's actually, a, it's actually a good thing that you got less responses because it means you got yeah. more specific responses. Like quality over quantity, everybody. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I think that because I, I don't make a lot of posts in these groups, I think like you were saying before with the algorithm, like it didn't get pushed out a lot. And mm-hmm. so that's why maybe a lot of people didn't see it, which at the end of the day is fine. And it actually was good because the person who did post it, who did comment actually commented with the name of a company that I was kind of leaning towards my that's potential. Awesome. I just that's needed great. one person to tell me that they had used them before. Like I vouch for them. Yeah, like I saw reviews, I saw, you know, on TripAdvisor and whatever, you know, other things, but I always like to just talk to an actual human. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think also like about the algorithm and and pushing out posts. Another thing that I see a lot in these groups is people will comment bump. And so to me, that means that they are aware that the more comments are on a certain post, the more it's going to get pushed out into Facebook. So it actually is, if I take that as as a signal of what you just said earlier, like that actually is true. People are aware on Facebook groups that if there's more comments, it will get pushed out more and more people will see it. So what people will do in these groups, instead of if they don't have any advice, but they want they want the person to be helped and they want more people to see it, they'll just write bump, which or means they're trying some, to bump. Or some kind of like emoji. Basically, it's a post. Yeah. It's a, it's a comment that enables more more attention towards the post, yeah. which then gets it pushed up in the ranks. Yeah. Yeah, right. God, this is just too much. It's too much yeah. for my <laughs> little, my brain to like try and wrap its head. You know, it's too much. Don't use them. I want to say just don't blanket. Don't use Facebook groups. But I I know that you're going to anyway. Actually, I've got a, a very good friend of mine who always forwards me things from these Facebook groups. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> I told her. I told her. I go. I love you, but stop. But stop. Oh, but is she doing it to like? try to give you advice or like to try like what is her goal she, in so most it? of the time that she forwards it it's like interesting bits of information that she's read from these groups that she thinks i should know about and okay. i i appreciate it but also i'm kind of like feels like a bit of a slap in the face you know yeah. <laughs> it's like right yeah no i don't want to receive these anymore i go and you should not be in this group <laughs> you should right. get yourself out of the group if you have questions come to me you're one of my best friends i will just I'll help you for free. It's not a problem. Um, People also send them to me too. And and I think like initially I'm like, oh my God, are you like effing serious? Like, like who said good? this? Why are you this? sending this? Like what is wrong? I don't know. But, but then the I'm immediate like, you know, reaction like, is really that intense. The immediate reaction yeah. is yeah, really that like, fiery. It's like, what am I hell? reading? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. But I understand why they're doing it because they're just thinking like, oh, she's interested in travel. She's in the business. She she must want I know to know it's about not malicious. Must, I, know. I get it. I get it. But I have another friend who um, I've, I've known since we were in high school and we participated in an exchange program together yeah. and we both studied abroad for a year and like went to the same program. And and so, we, you know, she's not in the travel industry, but she's just as much of an Italy expert as yeah. I am like if not maybe even a little bit more and <laughs> we're in this group that is I won't again I'm not gonna say the name but it is just we're not all naming about names, Italy only but <laughs> yeah we're not naming names but the group is about Italy and if you type that in the Italy and the groups on Facebook it's probably gonna be the person that comes up if you're interested I'm in there all the time and you know the, she'll send me posts of like ridiculous things that people are asking for in the group and and so it's just you know uh, this is kind of like an example that, and we talked about this the other day. This is an example that kind of wraps up a couple of the issues with these groups. 
specifically in this Italy group, people, where do people want to go in Italy? They always want to go to Venice. the Amalfi, Amalfi yeah. Coast and they want to go to the big, the quote unquote big three, which I hate that yeah. name of it, Venice, Rome and Florence. Yeah. And then it's always also the Amalfi Coast. And a lot of the times these people want to go to all these places within one trip, which is kind of crazy because Italy has 20 regions. It's very diverse. The trains are great, but some places like Cinque Terre, like yeah. the Amalfi Coast, anything like south of Rome, anything yeah. to it the can be hard top left, to get there. it's very difficult to use a train. Yeah, it can be hard to get to that area, especially the Amalfi Coast, because why the Amalfi Coast is preserved. Yeah. They yeah. will not make a train go through it. They will not use dynamite to blow up the mountains to make a highway to go. So, yeah. you know, these are things that you have to consider when you travel. What is the infrastructure like? Are you willing to spend an entire day of traveling, even though it's only 15 miles? Like I've done it before. <laughs> I've gone from the Amalfi Coast to Sorrento. And it took me like two and a half hours. And it's, literally, it's not that far, but that's how it is. So people are always asking about it. And, and in these posts, they will mention the city of Naples and for me, Naples is my favorite city in Italy because it remains unchanged from tourism. And they really, it's a very authentic place. It's, it's yeah. the real, for me, again, this is an opinion, right? <laughs> the real Italy and my favorite city and the place that I would live if I lived. But what ends up happening in these groups when people ask about going to Naples for the night before they go to the Malfi Coast, people, and they already maybe have even laid out a little bit of their plans and they've already put, put their hotel and whatever, people will then go in and say, oh, Naples is dirty. Naples is ghetto. Naples is dangerous. Naples is smelly. Naples has trash everywhere. Yeah. And I understand where they're if, coming from. Right. But like also if you're like, coming from Florence to Naples, like it's day and night. It's not the same at all. But of course. Here's, here's the thing. These people are saying this because they don't have any idea about the entire country of Italy and the historical context and the socioeconomic issues that the South has that the North does not. And why is it that way? And what happened? And why is Naples the you know, the redheaded stepchild of Italy. Why do people, so I always get very angry and I, I write a nice comment saying why they should go there and why they shouldn't listen to other people. And then another thing that happens on these groups, and this is very specific, right? This is like super niche. So that's why it is, is kind of a good example and why I'm, I'm getting all hyped up about it. Well, this is your passion. Italy, this is your passion. So I would passion. expect you to get hyped up about it. This is my passion. And, and, and a lot of, a lot of times, people will ask how to they get for how to get from Naples to the Malfi coast or how to get to Sorrento, mm. which by the way, <laughs> everyone listening, Sorrento is not N O T not the Amalfi coast. Okay. I'm sorry. People on these groups, they're <laughs> going to tell, <laughs> tell you it's the gateway to the Amalfi coast. They're going to tell you it's the amazing part of the Amalfi coast. Technically not gonna, part of it. You're going to ask, yeah, you're going to ask, where should I stay in the Amalfi coast? They're going to tell you Sorrento, Sorrento, non è la costiera malfitana. It's not <laughs> the Amalfi coast. And in fact, depending on the season and the ferries, it's very difficult to get from Sorrento yes. to the Amalfi Coast. So if you want to spend time in the Amalfi Coast, it's not a good idea to stay in Sorrento at all. Last piece on this before I, I explode is that <laughs> people will always recommend to take a private driver from Naples to Sorrento or from Naples to the Amalfi Coast, which costs like, up, it can cost up to it's, like 300 euros. It's to super do that. expensive because I had a client do it, but they were a family of five. And I was like, you know what? At this point, the cost makes sense. Okay. Like, and again, it makes sense. And again, it's, it's up to each individual how they want to do that. But to completely dismiss the public but, transportation that exists and, and the ferries not that, that bad. you can take. It's and actually it. very easy to book the ferries, super easy. Uh, and the transportation from Naples through down to Sorrento, then getting the local buses to get you to the, each of the little towns after that. You know, yeah, it's an adventure. But to provide somebody with the advice, they should just get a private driver straight, straight away without thinking about the finances right. is unfair. It's uh, it's unfair advice because the private driver one way is about 350 euro pre-pandemic. Yeah. Pretty sure right now yep. would be more if they even have the cars to do it as often as they used to. Let's face it, the mm -hmm. car rental shortage everywhere. Um, yeah, but yeah, the groups and the advice giving is it's shady and the moderators shady with the deleting, not good. If you're going to use Facebook groups, which you should, you should definitely, you know, I'm not saying not to use them. I would like to, but I'm not going to, you just need to be very wary of how you 
ask your questions to make sure that the advice that you're getting is applicable to you and your trip. So maybe giving a background of how you've traveled before. And if you've never traveled before, you're going to give the people, what do you picture in your head when you picture yourself on this trip? If you're in Greece, right? Are you swimming in a pool or are you swimming in the ocean? Because I can tell you now, if you're thinking ocean, I'm not sending you to Santorini because the beach is there. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Right. So it's, I already, I already know in my head what I need to look out for and listen out for when I'm talking to my clients. Right. So just making sure that you're qualifying yourself because no one's going to qualify you in these groups. They're not going to ask you more questions that you can Mm -hmm. answer back that is going to give you their opinions. So you need to put yourself on that little platform and say, I like X, Y, and Z when I travel. Here's my question. You know, can you give me guidance on X, Y, and Z? Just like Jess did with her uh, Morocco example, because it managed to weed out people that would just pretty much recommend her. Yeah. Initially, I was kind of pissed off, but but then I was like, wait, actually, this is actually really good. It means I made a specific post. It means that I'm I'm doing something that maybe less notifications. Yeah, less notifications. <laughs> and and I think you know my my big tips are definitely as specific as you can be. Secondly, and this is this is hard as brief as you can as be brief. because people <laughs> will stop reading. People will stop reading. More and they specific, won't read more brief. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, they won't read everything that you wrote and they'll give you advice based on the first sentence. And then yeah. also you can turn off notifications like you're you can <laughs> or actually <laughs> you can turn off notifications, but you can also turn off comments. So once you're once you've read all that you can read and once you feel like, turn OK, off, I don't want to read another comment. This is too much. I'm done. You can actually go in and modify that post to no yeah. longer accept comments. And then the post will still be there. So you can still go back and reread those comments and write down some keywords and, and write down maybe your best couple of advice that you got. But then you don't have to worry about because because cause those big posts have a lot of longevity. Like people might continue they to do. be commenting on They're those They're like next forums. Week. They are like TripAdvisor forums that pop up five yeah. years later. Right. Yeah. And like I said about the search bar, sometimes people will go into the search bar, find a post that was posted a year ago and comment on it. So mm. if you don't want that to continue to happen <laughs> to you, you need to learn how to. I am one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> one of those people right. where I'm like, and that's something. fine, and that's okay. Like, but oh. if you, yeah, but if you if you don't want to worry about that, you know, you don't want to keep on getting more advice and be more overwhelmed. So you can just easily, very yeah. easily, turn off the comments. I think at the end of the day, you know, I am going to pimp out travel planners because that's that's where I came from. That's what I did when I was, you know, 21, and yeah. they're they still exist for a reason right Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people think oh travel agent cruise planner it's like no actually i can't stand booking cruises i would not want to book a cruise ever uh sailing is different i put that in a different category because it's smaller but cruising no not my forte never wanted to be my forte i don't ever want to have to do with a cruise ship you know that's just not what i do travel agents don't just book cruises they are still around because people still need advice and people still need somebody when they don't have time to plan it for themselves you know so if you don't want to use a travel planner and you want to go the route of facebook groups just be have your wits about you you know when you're asking these questions and don't take them at face value you really need to vet the question or the the opinion further which means you're going to have more work for yourself because you're going to take what this person's recommending jump online and probably google it and then find yourself at the bottom of the black hole. So exactly, yeah. And I think the I think the less experienced you are, you know, as a traveler, the harder it is to plan. I mean, obviously, and the longer it's going to take you. Mm. So using these groups can actually really hinder your experience. And because you've been in the travel industry for so long, because I've been traveling for so long, for myself, I might not need to spend as much time or dig as deep because Mm -hmm. I already know what type of traveler I am. I already know what I can handle, what I can't handle. I already know what my non-negotiables are. I know what I'm not willing to let go without. Uh, I know what I'm willing to sacrifice. And so if you haven't traveled a lot, you don't know that yet. And so it will be- We don't want you to find out the hard way. Right. I don't want you to find out the hard way. I I have found out the hard way for myself. We've we've worked out the hard way for us. So that you don't have to yep that's, that's the bottom exactly. line yeah. yeah and i think that's the biggest thing for people who are travel planners agents advisors coaches who have you know 
who will plan a trip for you, your itinerary or who have courses or who will just consult with you or who are travel coaches. Like that's why we do it. We do it because we love to travel and we see people suffering, planning their trips and going on trips that they thought it was going to be okay, but then it ends up not being okay. And then what do they do? They come back and they talk shit in these Facebook groups because they weren't <laughs> ready. They weren't ready for that trip. They weren't ready for and that. And you know they what? It's, okay. it's yeah. okay to not be ready to do that. Uh, if you asked me 15 years ago, if I was going to be trekking through the Merzouga desert in the middle of Morocco, I would have been like, hell no. But because <laughs> I have done the traveling that I've done, because I am you who I am, because comfortable. Yeah. I know that now is something that I can do and I'm, and I'm ready and prepared. So there's no shame in asking somebody for help. If you really need that, there's no shame in not using a Facebook group and, and using a professional. There's no shame in that. And, and honestly, the number one reason that people might think to not use travel planning services is because they think it's going to be so expensive, but you are potentially risking spend overspending on hotels, tours, restaurants, flights, because you chose to not use a travel expert. So it's kind of like, you have to really gauge you know, and, am I going to be good at this? Am I going to be able to create an itinerary that's for me that is that is in my budget? Or should I hire someone to make sure that it's for me and it's in my budget? You know, and that's the thing. And then if you're budgeting as well, the fees that travel planners do have, then you end up being on budget anyway. And as, as somebody exactly. who is a budget traveler, like I come from budget backpacking. I got my roots with the yeah. backpack on my back, you know, Chevrolet through Europe. That was it. Taking the buses. Yeah. Even for URL at the time, let's be realistic. URL was expensive to me in my early 20s. Okay. So I took the buses. It took three times as long yeah. to get anywhere. So I've done all these things so that you don't have to then make those mistakes. But it makes me very conscious of people's budgets as well. And I think actually just yeah. not on right. topic, but I think that people need to come to planners or to Facebook groups budgets as well. Maybe that's one of the things that we need, yeah. you need to be putting in your specific, but very succinct request in these groups is how much you normally yeah. spend on your trips, because that'll give people an idea of whether their advice is applicable or not. Exactly. Because if somebody comes to me with a budget, my biggest thing is to keep them on budget. I'm not yeah. a very good planner if I can't deliver them something on budget and also be very realistic with them as to if they're being unrealistic with their budget. Right. Yeah. We've yeah. all had those people that come to us and like, I want to go to Italy business class for 5k. No, the fuck you can't. You're not. <laughs> You're not. I'm sorry. You're not. not. Maybe one way, yeah. maybe on right. three or four stops, we can maybe yeah. look at that. You maybe know? if you use all your points that you've accumulated <laughs> yeah. for the last like, three years. <laughs> yeah. A lifetime of points and money. No, you can't. So I think that, you know, the whole budget piece and bringing light to that when you're asking for advice is really important because everyone travels very differently. And what I tell my dad is not going to be the same as I tell my friend. It's not going to be the same as I tell myself. Exactly. Advice is very, very personal. So just Mm -hmm. be careful when you're asking these questions, make sure you're asking them properly, qualify yourself. And just like just said, you know, keep it brief. Mm-hmm. turn off the notifications at, at a certain point yeah. turn off the comments yeah when you've had enough but also be very specific because you want yeah. to make sure that if you're asking these questions that this information is applicable to you and if you're just picking up random posts and forwarding to forwarding them to your friends you should also be forwarding them with some context okay like right. i thought about this for you because of x y and z don't just yeah. forward it to them because they're going to be like Oh, this is good advice, and maybe it's not applicable to them. It maybe might not you be for think them, it is, right. but you might. It might be very wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I think one of the ones that my friend had forwarded me was something about tickets in Vienna and what to avoid. And I actually, of course, there are going to be scalpers around the main theater. Of course, there yeah. are, but there are some legitimate ones also in there. And I managed to yeah. find a legitimate one, get a great deal, have an incredible experience and pay relatively cheap for it. Cause I bought it at the last minute. And this person's yeah. advice in the Facebook group was don't buy from the scalpers. It's horrible. And I'm like, well, which, which did you use a scalper or an official right. representative of the orchestra? Like yeah. what was it? Cause they're both yeah. in the same spot. One with yeah. a red jacket. You have one to doesn't. know how to differentiate between <laughs> yeah. the two. Everybody can do whatever they want to do. Right. Yep. If you're a traveler, beginner, <laughs> intermediate, advanced, 
you have and that's the great thing about traveling you have the freedom right you have the freedom to make these decisions on your own please do please empower yourself to make those decisions on your own and and you know we're not here to tell you what to do and what not to do you didn't hire us we have no business to tell you what to do to not not to do but you know the you what you you do need to be just careful just careful and You and, need and to be think more about conscious it, um, about what you're right. reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the news these days, you know, wherever you're getting it from. Yeah. It treat you treat the feedback you're asking for in these groups the same way. Who's yep. giving me this information? Do they have a hidden agenda? Right. We're just here to instill doubt in all of you today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just asking you to think about it. Like you should think about everything that you read on the internet. You should think about all of it, right? You should you should make Bought sure that you understand. Yeah. Understand your source. Understand. Who is this for? Why are they making this piece of content? Why are they? I mean, it's the same thing for for Facebook groups, honestly. It's exactly the same. And and, and to tie it all up, you know, we're not naming names, but I can guarantee you if you listen to this podcast, you're probably in one of those groups. Yeah. (laughs) You definitely are. I'm in like five of them, so I have no shame. Yeah. You're in the group. You're in the group. And, you know, on that note, uh, that, that's the, enough tea that we're going to spill on Facebook groups. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, already, we use we the whole slant. pot of tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's enough. We've talked enough shit about them. Um, yeah. But Jess, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I had so much yeah. fun. Yeah, it was so nice to finally do this as well. We'll probably get you back on the show again because I think I definitely want to do an Italy episode because it is, it's yeah. bouncing back really quickly and I say a little too quick. I'm very concerned about over tourism and Me too. areas yeah. in the world. This is happening. Sustainability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think having an Italy episode where we can draw attention to maybe some other parts of Italy that are yes. less traveled and I think incredibly beautiful. I'm biased because I'm from the south of Italy where my parents yeah. are. How do people find you, Jess, uh, online? You have a presence and I think as well on Instagram. So how do they find you? And your Facebook yeah. too. How about it? Yeah, so on Facebook and on Instagram, you can find me at the Wander Word, like Wanderlust, the Wander Word. Um, I have my face, my Facebook group. I do have. <laughs> it's called Female Travel Collective. It's a very small group of about a hundred people, and it's all really good vibes. And then also my website, thewanderword.com. Awesome. And you can find me at ask.ros.she.travels or at mates.rates.podcast. Thank you so much, Jess, again for being yeah, here. Thank you. I really appreciate it because this is my first time having to do the podcast without without my previous Adam. So Adam has grown up. He's outgrown the podcast world. How does, um, how does it feel? Is it kind of sad, or are you like? It's, oh. it's sad because I think he's the funny one, which I think after the listeners listen to this, they'll realize <laughs> I was right. He is the funny one. <laughs> he is the funny You're one. Like, Damn, I really didn't think that I was the serious <laughs> one before, but now he's not here. <laughs> I'm like, I always need that energy to bounce off of. But I think you know, guests make it all the better because you just yeah. want to have somebody to talk to. I never want to be that person on the podcast who's just talking to themselves. It's just the you, audience. yeah. No, no. And, How and weird. No, we need we need a dynamic you know we need something. all right on that note everyone have a great rest of your day and thank you so much